I'm Kate Welsh, and you are listening to Blazer Radio, the voice of Hood College. Good morning. Good morning, Hood College. Coming to you live from a glass-walled studio of Blazer Radio on the third floor of Rosenstock Hall. This is the morning announcements for Monday, October 2nd. I'm your host, Sean Carnell, class of uh, 2026. Sitting across from me are my co-hosts, Nick Citro, class of 2025, and Brianne Thomas, class of 2025. Running our board is the legendary Professor Tim Jacobson. Who wrote that? Answer the last week's trivia question. We asked, in what year was the first World Cup held and who won? The answer is 1930, and the country is Uruguay, who are also the host, of, who are also the host country. Thirteen teams completed in, competed in tournament. Argentina, Uruguay, the United States, and Yugoslavia won their respective groups to qualify for the semifinals. And the final host and pre-tournament favorites, Uruguay defeated Argentina 4-2 in front of 68,346 people to become the first nation to win the World Cup. That's actually pretty good numbers for like back in 1930, if you think about it. And the fact that the United States was in, uh, like, the very first World Cup, Final Four. And then what happened, Nick? It just all went downhill from there. Yeah, it is what it is. Get close. Now for last week's sports recap. The recap starts off on Monday with men's golf finished up their two days of play at the Glory Days Invitational in Winchester, Virginia. The five-man team carded a combined score of a 305 on day one and, and a 308 on day two for a 36-hole total of 613. Women's volleyball picked up their first MAC Commonwealth win of the season on Tuesday with a straight sets win over Albright College inside Blazer Arena. The ladies down the Lions 25-12, 25 23 25 22 Sophomore Anne Ofwegbu led the team with 12 kills and tied fellow sophomore Anna Daly with two aces. Women's field hockey made it seven straight wins Tuesday night with a gritty 2-1 win over Goucher College on a rainy evening at Thomas Field. The seven wins set a new record for the most wins in a season for the program. Sophomore Morgan Hatchett got the scoring started early for the Blazers in the first quarter with a shot off a corner in the fourth minute. Freshman Bailey Oberholzer made it two in the second after converting another corner, one of 16 on the evening for the team. The Blazers outshot the Gophers 29 to 13, putting 12 on frame. The one scary point on the night came at the end of the first half when Goucher had three straight corners because no, no one Hood's defense could clear the ball outside the striking circle. A side note on the team's seven game winning streak. It is the longest winning streak by any Hood team since t- 2008 when the baseball team went for 14 straight wins. That that year went 32-11 and ended up losing to Arcadia 25-12 in the MAC Conference Championship. That's not bad. 
pretty exciting for the hood field hockey team. Yeah, get closer on that mic, Nick. Uh, Hood's men's soccer has themselves a mini win streak of their own, going after they beat Marywood University 1-0 on Thomas Athletic Field Wednesday afternoon. Senior James Endicott netted a late goal in the 84th minute after receiving a through ball from fellow senior J.P. Wyman. Junior goalkeeper Nick Humphreys notched his second straight clean sheet, making an impressive eight saves over the 90-minute match. In the evening, it was another tight, tough night for the women's soccer team as they fell to visiting Mary Washington University 1-0. After a scoreless and or after a scoreless and evenly matched first half, the Eagles got back on board in the 59th minute when an unfortunate miscommunication between the Hoods defenders left the goal wide open for an easy tap-in. Women's volleyball picked up their second straight win on Thursday with a with a well-fought battle against Penn State Harrisburg in Middletown, Pennsylvania. After losing the first set 14 to 25, the Blazers took the second and third sets 27 to 25 and 25 to 21, but fell in the fourth 15 to 25. This would set up a decisive fifth set, which the ladies walked away 15 to 7 after going on a 6 to 1 run to close out the match. Sophomore Anne Ofwegbu once again led the team, turning 13 kills, 5 aces, and 14 digs. On a busy Saturday in Blazer Sports, men's soccer came away with a 1-0 home field win over visiting Eastern University. After starting their fall season with eight straight losses, the men have now rattled off three straight wins. Senior James Endicott put, put the Blazers up on top in the 55th minute for his first goal of the season, conference goal of the season. Conference goal, right? Sorry yeah, about that. I apologize. The stat line did, did favor the Eagles, who threw 13 shots at the goal to the Blazers' six, tallied six corners to the Hoods' one, and committed only 12, 12 fouls compared to 19 against the home team. But we all know that the only stat that counts is the shot that ended up in the back of the net. Shout out the Muffin Boys. <laughs> <laughs> who is it? Say it out loud. The Muffin Boys. The inside mu- joke. Why is it the Muffin Boys, Nick? It's a deep inside joke, but anytime we score a goal now, shout out the Muffin Boys, uh, James Endicott. One of the best muffin boys there is. New captain of the team. Got named captain, I think, Friday before our game on Saturday. And couldn't be happy for him. All right. Is he a senior? He's a senior, right? He's a senior, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's hope that uh, streak continues. You guys uh, get on the right side of the, the W. It's looking promising. Who's doing uh, soccer? That's right. On the women's side of... Uh, on the women's side of home soccer doubleheader, the ladies came out, came away with a with a come from behind one-one tie against Eastern. The Eagles scored first in the in this match, converting their only shot on goal in the waning minutes of the first half. In the second half, it was a tale of a missed chance after a missed chance for the Blazers. They forced the six corner kicks, maintained 80% of the offensive position. Mustered 18 shots, seven of which were on target, but only managed one goal. The Eagles had one shot on goal, none in the second half, zero corner kicks, and were on and were on their heels defensively for the majority of the game. The Blazers' goal was a scrappy tap by junior by junior Madison Sheffield in the 80th minute. In the 80th minute, oh, they need to. 
I don't know. Like I said, I think there needs to be like an exorcism or something <laughs> with hood soccer because they're doing like you maintain 80% possession. You allow one shot on goal, none in the second half, six corners, throw 13 at goal, six on frame. You got to put one of those in. The looks bound to turn around though. I think so. I think they're going to, yeah, I have faith and confidence. And speaking of Scrappy, the field hockey team made it with eight straight wins with a well-fought, nerve-wracking, double-overtime win against Cedar Crest College up in Allentown, Pennsylvania. After a scoreless first half, the Falcons got on board, got on board first with a, first on a goal off a corner in the third quarter. First-year player Bailey Olbenhauser drove home the equalizer with 10 minutes left in the fourth. At a scoreless first half overtime period, first-year player Bella Butler put home the game winner four minutes into the second overtime. The win was the third overtime winner for the Blazers this season. There you go. Upcoming games and matches. The week in, the week in sports gets started today with men's and women's golf competing in a day two of the Golden Oaks shootout in Fleetwood, Pennsylvania. Hit field hockey at Southern Virginia University in Buena Vista, Virginia at 5 p.m. On Wednesday, men's soccer at Dickinson College in Carlisle, PA, for the 5 p.m. kickoff. Women's soccer and women's volleyball take their respective home pitch and, and the court on Wednesday, as well for the matchups against Salisbury University, Widener University. First whistle for soccer is 5 p.m., and first serve for volleyball at 7 p.m. No games on the schedule for the rest of the week until a very busy Saturday. Men's golf tee-off on the day of uh, Mason Dixon's Colgate tournament, Colgate tournament in Waynesboro, PA. Both cross-country teams are, are at the Division Three Pre-National Invitational Meet in Nuval. Um, men's and women's tennis toast McDaniel College at noon. Women's soccer travel north to Scranton, PA for a tri-meet at Marywood University and Fairleigh Dickinson's University. Hold on, that's my fault. I think that's women's volleyball travel north. They wouldn't be a soccer tri-meet. Sorry about that, Sean. That's my fault, but that's women's volleyball. Uh, And men's and women's soccer are a team with MAC conference games against Albright College. The women kick off at 5 and the men get started at 7. And finally, on Sundays, men golf tee off for a, for day two for the Mason Dixon Colgate tournament, and men's and women's tennis toast Mount Aloysius College at one p.m. Busy one. Around the quad. Before we start around the quad, we would like to say congratulations to our own Janelle Rodriguez and his wife on the birth of their first child. Yeah. That's a good one. Monday, October 2nd. Not hood-related, but the Powerball jackpot is up to $1.04 billion. So if you're 21 and you have a buck or two to spare, go play. All right. Quick question. If you guys won, Sean, what are you going to spend your money on? What are you going to spend your billion on if you win? I always said if I did win, I'd buy a helicopter. You could buy a helicopter? Yeah. That's, that's kind of all I want. Are you a pilot? Or are no, you just gonna like have I, it sitting just I, sitting in the front yard? 
I get the license. <laughs> I'd buy the helicopter first. That's going to be your motivation. Yeah. All right. What kind of helicopter? I don't know. I'd have to do the research. Maybe do some research. Yeah. Right. Nick, what about you? Um, you going to buy a stake in like DC United? Uh, probably. That's a good idea. As a side quest, but my main thing would be get out, get a nice piece of land for me and my family, build some houses out there. Where? Anywhere that's anywhere available. Are you going like woods? You going like Montana? Yeah, I, I like stream. I like more wilderness areas. So anywhere like we can do stuff outside and there's area. All right, Brienne. I'd probably buy some land so that I can like have all the pets I one day want to have. Oh, your uh, your uh, your jumping spiders. Yes, get all that I land want for one. Those. I have a plan. I've been setting up all my stuff. I'm gonna get one. <laughs> I've been right. saving. You should bring them to class. I could. They like people. No, they like they they'll like crawl on your hand and sit on your shoulder. Okay. No, thank you. Next year now. They have like tiny little round eyes. <laughs> they are so cute. <laughs> Today starts with a series of mental health screening sessions organized by the Neighborhood Counseling Training Center. Online and in-person screenings are available for undergrad and, grad and graduate students, faculty and staff. No appointment necessary. In-person sessions will be taking place today, Tuesday and Thursday in Hudson from 4 to 6 p.m. and in Whitaker from noon to 2 p.m. and in Rosenstock on Wednesday from 4 to 6 p.m. Online appointments are also available. Contact nctc at hood.edu to set up one of those. Tuesday, October 3rd, curious about what a misandrist ah, is. I had no idea. I, I had to look it up. I don't even know what that is. Look it up. It's kind of cool. Find out during the next installment of Uncensored, Misandrist versus Feminist. The discussion will talk about what a misandrist is and how they are and how they differ from feminists. Meet in Whitaker Commons at 7 p.m. Ever heard of the game Lotera? Us either, but Lotera is Spanish for lottery, and and it is a traditional game of chance similar to bingo, but uses images on a deck of cards instead of numbered ping pong balls. You can try your luck at 8 p.m. in Whitaker Commons. Thanks to the Latinx Student Union. So, Lateria, I don't know if you guys, I saw this yesterday, but there's going to be a game show on TV Ooh. based on Lateria. Never even heard of that before. And I just, yeah. So, we put this on the morning announcements, and now there's a show on TV. It's pretty cool. Nice. All right. Wednesday, October 4th, slow day on campus Wednesday. So, how about getting out supporting the women's soccer team at 5 p.m.? They take on the Seagulls of Salisbury University. Thursday, October 5th, also in the evening, Wistera will be holding their weekly meeting at 6 p.m. in Rosenstock 317. Would you like more parking spots on campus? Nick would. I need some. (laughs) (laughs) Nick's got a problem. Who wouldn't? To do this, Strewn Cottage needs to be demolished. That can't be done because the Frederick City Department of Historic Preservation has put what is called an historic overlay on Strewn. Frederick's mayor and board of Alderman 
can override that decision and will be voting to either do that or stick with the Historic Preservation Council's decision Thursday night. Pres, Pres Chap is encouraging all students, faculty, and staff to pack the City Hall meeting room at 7 p.m. to show their support to allow the outdated and mold-infested building to finally be put to rest. Yeah, looking across here, I get I have like three. Yes, please all go. Um, the college needs to move on. I think we all know that. So yeah. if you have time, like I said, make that make that easy walk. I can't be the only one struggling with these parking tickets as well. So we yeah. all got to get out there. Um, if you cannot eat, make the easy one mile walk to City Hall, trek over to Wit two twenty at seven p.m. to join the Queer Student Union in decorating personalized plaques with your pronouns on them. They will also be discussing the importance of normalizing pronouns, normalizing pronoun usage in introductions. On Friday, October sixth, another slow day, but that's all right. We all need a slow day every now and then. Over the weekend, a trifecta of sports events on Saturday at Thomas Field. Field hockey and both soccer teams will be in action. Big one. The is, that, uh, is that parents' weekend? Next, I'm not sure. Next weekend. Next weekend? Yeah. This, this weekend's parents' weekend. This coming Friday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, yeah, this coming weekend. Yeah. So bring your parents. So bring your parents yeah. and all your friends and siblings. Uh, the downtown breakdown on Friday. Head down to the Sky Stage on South Carroll Street for a free interactive drum circle. Mm-hmm. Uh, this night of interactive music and movement will be hosted by professionals from notable from from notable progressions music therapy services. All ages and abilities are welcome. Bring your own instrument or grab one from the array offered. Suggested donation of five dollars at the door. The circle will take place every Friday through October. Sounds like a cool event. And its first. At its first Saturday again in downtown Frederick. Uh, since it's October, there are a lot of fall and Halloween themed events on the schedule and many local owned businesses. For instance, everybody's favorite downtown pizza joint, Pretzel and Pizza, Pretzel, brr, Pretzel and Pizza Creations will be serving Mexican street corn pizza. Dan Big Bear Toys has, has a Make Your Own Monster Hands event, Firestones Market. As a honey tasting with Hun's Honey and Dragon Loves Tacos will be performing a Maryland Ensemble Theater. Now time for this week's trivia question. What year was pumpkin pie invented? I I still have no clue, so I'm going to have to figure this out. Um, I don't know. I don't even want to (laughs) know. I do like pumpkin pie. You guys all know my feelings on pumpkin spice, stuff, so we're not going to get into that. I'm not the biggest fan myself, but I don't hate it. How do you guys feel? I don't hate it. It's I have it, Bran. I th- I, like I think you're a fan. It's like pumpkin spice is like I like pumpkin more than pumpkin spice. I like yeah. both, but if I have to choose, I'm gonna choose just regular pumpkin. Go straight pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I appreciate that. I get it. I'm a sucker for a gimmick, like anything that's like limited time. That's like a big deal. I'll like get it immediately. So I liked it. I don't like pumpkin pie anymore. <laughs> I did a con. I did a pie eating contest in like middle school, and it made me sick. I, I oh, so that <laughs> so it was it was a pumpkin pie eating contest. Yeah. Oh, that sounds messy. That sounds it, horrible. It, it wasn't good at the end. <laughs> no, that doesn't sound no. good at all for anybody involved. <laughs> oh, now I want pie. 
I could never do that myself, but Ugh. time for this week's weather report. The weather you like it or not report. Uh, today is a low of 57 with a high of 84. Perfect day. Tuesday, October 3rd is the lowest 56, high of 86. Wednesday, Wednesday, October 4th is low of 54, high of 85. Thursday is a low of 62, high of 80. Friday is a low of 61, high of 77. Saturday, there's a 50% chance. 50% chance of rain with a low of 47 and a high of 66. And then finishing out on Sunday is a low of 43 degrees and a uh, high of 63 degrees. All right. Sounds like a good week. Yeah, and that, that's it for our show today. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to tune in to the Midweek Meltdown on Wednesday mornings at 9.15. If you have an event you would like to promote on future show, send an email with all the details to blazerradio at hood.edu. I'm your host, Sean Cornell. I'm Nick Citra. And I'm Brianne Thomas. Have, have a great, great week. week, everybody. All right, have a good one. Enjoy the weather.